0: Welcome to Watch the Universe. Today's episode Ash versus the Evil Dead. Groovy. I'm
1: gonna tell you something I've never told anyone. Thirty years ago, my friends and I spent the night at a cabin. We found a book. Economicon Ex Mortis. It's the book of the dead. Certain passages were recited. It awoke something in the woods, something dark.
2: halloween spectacular today oh man is it gonna be scary it's gotta be
0: scary i don't like scary stuff
2: so i made you watch ash versus the evil dead but firstly i made you watch the evil dead 2
0: yeah i never watch anything i usually don't like horror stuff so yeah i never watched any of the evil dead things were you confused at all because I, I remember you telling me evil dead 2 is almost a retelling of the first one for a large chunk of it and then some additional stuff.
2: I did have to read up on it before I watched it. Oh, okay. And I found that it was like a a reboot sequel. I don't know if there's a name for that. Rebequal? Sounds right. Sequel? That, no. But it, it was a... What, what, what makes that movie stand out so much amongst horror movies is that it's not like a straight horror film. It's really a horror movie with slapstick humor, which you would think is like a terrible combination because the humor, especially slapstick humor, would completely nullify... Any kind of scariness or fear yeah. in the movie, and the movie has a crazy balance,
0: yeah, it was really it's really bananas, but no, you're right about um because horror in general like to use drama and dramatic tension for suspense, and comedy is it, the levity of comedy undercuts that tension, but they, they a lot of it I have to give credit to Bruce Campbell, his mm-hmm. portrayal as like uh the, the you know the crazy but, like, affable guy.
2: And the humor specifically, Three Stooges slapstick humor. It's right. not just humor that... A lot of horror movies does have humor. Yeah. But this is, like, silly sound effects. There's a lamp that comes to life that has, like, a Popeye giggle.
0: Yeah. His, and, it, and But but a lot of it, too, is his cartoonish reactions to things.
2: Which is great. Yeah, I, it's I very think, theatrical. I, I, he's awesome. But then fast forward to the future. So this show gets greenlit so many years after the fact... Even, like, Bruce Campbell has joked around about how whenever fans ask him, like, if they make a new Evil Dead, are you going to be in it? He's like, yeah, sure. as who, like, the janitor or something in the background? I'm like, of course not. Well, he's back. He's the main character. Because, <laughs> of course, you have to have Ash be Bruce Campbell. Yeah. So so, so now we have a show called Ash vs. the Evil Dead. The reason I like it a lot is, forget the whole horror movie fan thing. Is the, <laughs> That's the main thing. Yes, but I like a show that gets diversity right. Mm. Ash is my favorite white man, and it's because they fully embrace that he's like this American blowhard. Yes. Where it's not that he's unlikable. The thing is, he is unlikable, but he's so charming, charismatic, being an unlikable American guy. Yeah. And then I would say second to him in that show is his character called Pablo.
0: Yeah, he's the secondary lead.
2: Who? Yes, the secondary lead, but he's also almost as funny as Bruce Campbell. Yes, I would say those two are on a pedestal on their own in the show. When it they comes to they definitely carry
0: the two, and like they have a good chemistry of like straight man and and goofy guy, and they they, they, they like switch off between the two. They're great. Right, look, if I get this done quick
1: enough, we might have time to stop for churros. And look, that's not a racist thing, Pablo. That's just a great dessert.
3: Okay, you know I'm not Mexican, right? That's the spirit. Sit tight, watch the wheels. Back in a jiff.
2: Uh, Pablo, I didn't catch this the first time I watched it. He's an illegal alien. Did you oh, catch is that?
0: No, he's, he's, uh, he's played by an actor named Ray Santiago. It's yes. great. I would love to see him in more things. I haven't seen him, in, I've never actually seen him in anything other than this. Yeah, and he
2: plays a Honduran character who always gets mistaken for Mexican by Ash himself.
0: Right. <laughs> I thought he was like half Mexican, though, or something. Uh, oh.
2: The character's Honduran. I mean,
0: actually, I just
1: came in to get my check because uh, I may have to skip town.
3: What? No, you can't leave. You're like the coolest thing about this place.
1: That's very true, but uh, I may have a uh, situation.
3: Hey, man, tell me what's up. Maybe I can help you.
1: I wish I could, but with all due respect, your tiny brain is a lot safer without my problems inside it. Hey,
3: man, I've seen a lot between Honduras and here. Try me. Honduras? You said you were from New Jersey. Oh, did I? Uh, I am, or was from there. Anyway, look, it's a terrible thing that you're leaving right now because I I just got my upstairs neighbor hired. That's one more person to look out for you. You know, like when when you you take your naps or you come in late or don't come in at all. Well, I do love a partner in crime.
2: When Pablo wants to tag along with Ash, when the evil comes back, which let's talk about how the evil comes back. The evil comes back because Ash is just trying to get laid and he's really high. And (laughs) so the the woman says that she likes poetry and then he just starts reading out of the the Necronomicon.
0: Well, after the epic of uh, Army of Darkness and, and Evil Dead, uh, for th- for 30 years, Ash was just working at a hardware store, living in a trailer park.
2: Actually, he's been going from value stop to value stop. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's just working like retail, and it's like a shitty
0: job, boning Bo- like you know ugly chicks and bars and.
2: Yes, he always plays up charming. his missing hand to get laid. Since yeah. he saved the kid. <laughs> yeah, he lied. And uh, so so when he tags up Pablo, because Pablo works at the value stop with him, originally Pablo says that he's able to go on these, on these like, I guess, to save the world missions with Ash, because at first, Ash doesn't want to be a part of it. Yeah. And pa- Pablo
0: it was it, it was just his uh, co-worker in one of those hardware stores. Yep,
2: just his co-worker that he watched Monday Night Raw with.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Another reason why I like the fact they get diversity right in this show is that I look at it as Pablo, and then later they meet Kelly, who's like the Jewish girl. Yes. And she's kind of like a rebellious badass. Yeah. Essentially, like almost like I took it as like an Ash Jr.
0: I see that one thing i do enjoy about kelly being uh she is a she is a a, a jewish girl and i think it's easy to make punk girl you know like uh, just punk white girl a mm. thing and just lean on that just weak writing but her her standoff characteristic is she's fueled by anger and she has anger issues that she works out through and she's almost a danger seeker because like that's like i guess that's the difference between her and, and ash is that Ash doesn't necess- Ash's dumb luck puts him, and, and and poor decision making puts him in the bad situations with with these these demons. Mm. And she, because uh, she she willingly puts herself in because she's not dumb. No, uh, she puts herself in situations because she wants to be like let loose with her her anger towards them and uh, for killing her parents and such. <laughs>
1: That
0: was for Pablo getting possessed. That was for Brandy's mom. Oh, come on.
2: And, and here's where they get her right and not make her corny. She doesn't like, she's not the better version of Ash. Right,
0: she, yeah.
2: She's just as dumb, just as a vulgar, yeah. and get herself into situations that she can't get herself out of.
0: But they don't make her uh, a damsel either. She's not a helpless woman that, like, she can't get, she she can, like, she does gritty herself out of stuff, which is kind of
2: cool. Yes. And then there's also a, a love interest between Pablo and Kelly.
0: Yeah, it's a little awkward in the beginning. And I almost think that in the second season, they, they wanted, to, they intentionally almost went away from it mm-hmm. uh, near, the, like, the end. But then, yeah. They, 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 it gets like resolved. I think in in season three,
2: Pablo. Another reason why he stands out to me is that how well was he booked in this show for just being the Spanish guy? Which again, I think he wasn't just the Spanish guy in this oh, show. Oh no, yeah,
0: he was. He, I, I, think he's more more than Ash. He's the viewpoint of a rational audience in that he re, he every reaction he has is kind of justified and, and almost normal to. How things are going on. He's usually horrified, and when he downplays it even later, uh, the, the the tension. It's still in a comedic way. The guy's great. The actor, fantastic. You can't teach charisma and timing no. like that. But the but in terms of his booking in the show and how he move helps move the plot along. He refers to Ash as El Jefe, yes. which is also an endearing and and yeah, he's not just this Hispanic weirdo side character. He very much is his own character that saves ash on multiple occasions and saves people on multiple occasions
2: you could also say uh like fans say he's like el jefe in training
0: right right what's cool about him too is that uh yeah because he's he's not just uh eh, this save me he has those, certainly has those moments but he's just not a racist sidekick it's, yeah. it's funny he it almost seems like he i wouldn't say because because kelly gives off the i put up with you know ash's like offensive comments the thing about uh pablo is that he does have this kind of like a uh, cheerful demeanor too so he's got like uh he's got a little bit of adoration towards uh um ash and he does correct him when he's like hey i'm, I'm you know
2: yeah he calls him out in his bullshit <laughs> on
0: mexican and this isn't and that yeah so they've got a really good duo
2: yeah and this show is nothing but like it's so gory and so graphic again oh, yeah. which is odd for how like it's such a humorous show yeah, you got like people getting their arms chopped off and people sticking hands up their assholes and stuff—crazy shit that you couldn't believe is on TV.
0: Yes, they and get covered in, in 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 blood and guts constantly. Every episode, constantly, yeah.
2: Constantly severed arms.
0: I don't know how many blue shirts Ash has. But right, <laughs> he has so many blue
2: shirts. So so Pablo, he sells all of the horrificness of this show. Yeah, I, I think without Pablo, you're gonna, you're missing a huge part of the show he's yeah. literally i think second to ash like you need him in this show because if he reminds you that this stuff is insane that's happening around him yes every like,
0: single thing that happens new or old even if it's something he's seen already he's still very much like
2: oh geez yeah he sells the shit out of his eyes yeah. bug out and he's just like completely grossed out of the situation yeah uh, on top of that yeah they make him like a major part of the storyline even and then spoilers like hey eh? go watch this show please because it's it's such a good show especially halloween time man it's only 10 episodes half an hour each i love that
0: Uh, half an hour (laughs) yeah
2: so and it's so entertaining for half an hour they whiz by really quickly watch the show there's three seasons but uh spoilers now (laughs) pablo gets more tied in with the necronomicon he's essentially an extension of the necronomicon
0: yes He's got a well in, in in the beginning too. He he has uh his his uncle is the is El Brujo yes, which is uh, like a Brujo is a witch. So Brujo is like what like a warlock or something like a male magic. I guess user, yeah, male evil be, magic. Technically,
2: user? he'd be a warlock. Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. And um, he's like a weird voodoo. But what he is he like? He's a
2: shaman, really. There
0: you go. Yeah, Yeah. that's a more appropriate stuff. Yeah.
2: So Pablo his whole life thought that his uncle was a crazy person. Yes. And he always told him that, like, the devil's around and the devil's going to get you.
0: No.
1: Let me ask you something, Pablo. Do you believe in the existence of evil? A force of nature capable of giving rise to all things
3: wicked? My uncle is a shaman. We called him El Brujo. And when I was a kid, he would say pablito fear the evil devil is always waiting in the shadows Man, i always thought it was the mezcal talking but after seeing this i think he was right
2: and he always talked about the savior so now all of a sudden pablo now that he's met ash believes his uncle and there's a whole episode which i love that episode where he goes to meet his shaman uncle yes where in this world evil does exist so his his shaman uncle really is a shaman. Turns which, out
0: everything he said was the truth. Yeah, and he has
2: supernatural powers, and yep. he's going to train Pablo to be the next El Brujo, but even better. He's, he wants to train him to become like... He's he's like almost like a special Brujo. El Brujo Especial. Especial. Yeah.
0: Which is the name of a beer. <laughs> which he
2: says he thinks is the name of a beer. Is it really? Uh, there's a lot of beers at end of Especial. <laughs> I think that's the joke. Okay. so Hilarious. So they give Pablo a whole episode... And again, they, they don't treat him like a token character. Mm-hmm. Uh, his full name even is uh, Pablo Simon Bolivar. If you don't know who Simon Bolivar is, he's like the George Washington of South America. He was the, the main general who got rid of all the Spaniards, and there's statues of him in like every South American country. So, again, cool name added to him. A, a lot of respect on the character by the writers. Mm. The show was supposed to have five seasons, right. it gets canceled at season three, which sucks.
0: Yeah. And Bruce Campbell says he, he wouldn't come back anymore. He's retired officially.
2: Yeah, this, this, Ash is done. I'm glad we got three seasons because there was more. I would have been happy with just the first season, and then it got right. canceled. I would have been happy that, that that show even existed. Yeah. Season one and season two felt like it was the same showrunner, so it felt mm-hmm. like the same show, and it was pretty much unique episodes with a lot of humor. Yeah. Humor was the the main thing of this show was that don't take it too seriously. A lot of gore, but it's always a slapstick Three Stooges comedy, which mm-hmm. all three of them, Ash, Kelly, and Pablo, they all pull it off.
3: I'm happy that we're sending evil back where it came from, that's for sure, but it makes me a little sad that we're already breaking up the team. Hey, I was torn with a nickname for us, the Ghost Beaters. That is so fucking bad. Yeah, buddy,
1: I got to tell you, that's probably the worst thing I've ever heard. Well, look, it doesn't matter. At heart...
2: Me? I'm in a lone wolf.
1: A lone wolf. Exactly.
2: Which, that's the, that's a hard part. Oh, yeah. Ash could have easily... Ash Bruce Campbell could have easily been stuck with two actors who are just good-looking people acting funny. But here's the thing. Season three, new showrunner, and they introduced two new characters. One's a main character. The other one is not really too main. But he starts off thinking you're gonna, he's going to be a main character. Yeah.
0: It was He was kind of a red herring. You thought he was going to be was a little bit more important. And then...
2: So so Pablo named the original crew the Ghost Beaters. (laughs) Pablo, (laughs) Ash, Kelly. Season three introduces two new characters who are these good-looking Australian actors. One character is Dalton, who is uh, from the group the Knights of Samaria, which are like this human group who have been training for hundreds or thousands of years to get ready for when the evil dead come. But, okay, so you got Dalton, who works because he's not just a hunk. He's a, a hunk that takes himself too seriously. Yeah, and that's the humor. Is that
0: and he worships uh, Ash as the prophesied savior.
2: Yes, as if he's some kind of like classy heroic hero. Yeah. He like kneels, and, and <laughs> Ash is not that. Ash is literally like Al Bundy if he got to be the chosen yeah. one. Yeah, he's dumb and lucky. So Ash doesn't pay him no mind, and he treats him <laughs> like the rookie, <laughs> which I like.
0: Yeah, even though this guy has technically more experience, I guess in in regards to training than the other than, than the three of them have.
2: And, and then this might be controversial because people actually like third season, uh, fans of the show. Really? People actually, I think from what I've read... I guess people, I don't hate it, but. People like the first season, didn't like the second season, and then liked the third season again. I see. And we were talking because we, we finished watching season three together. I guess the controversial question is, did Ash need a daughter in season three?
0: I Yeah, I, I ultimately, I don't... Like, narratively, like... Uh, okay, well, for me... I always look at the narrative structure. I'm not a smart guy. Mm -hmm. So, but I do think of things of, I do think of the narrative of what's the point of this scene? What's the point of this character and their relationship? And ultimately, what's the payoff? What's the, what's that moment of catharsis of do I, am I supposed to feel sad when this character dies? Am I supposed to root for this character's growth or decision making? And ultimately, first off, um, the character Brandy, who is Ash's daughter, is very bland. There's no right. She's just generic white girl, um, and, and it 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 didn't. She didn't really flow into her own personality until the eighth or ninth episode, like near the end. Yeah, where like she showed like like you said sparks of Ash. Yeah, where like they have it in
2: because towards the end of the season, she finally gets put into position where she essentially becomes Ash.
0: Yeah. But there's no, uh, but once again, there's no charisma. There's no, Ash's defining trait is that he undercuts these horrible things with uh, witty one-liners. Like, um, like, I think the the third showrunner guy, he or the second one, rather, for the third season, mm-hmm. I think he just was like, let me just make an action scene, have him do a, a witty one-liner, and then that's it.
2: Which is like every other show. right. He he mainstreamed the show. Luckily, we like the characters, so I think that's why I enjoyed season three. Yeah, but yeah, it didn't feel like the slapstick. It didn't
0: right, like because the 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 first and second seasons, Ash would creatively take down a deadite or a monster, and while being entertaining, his, his action, funny. yeah, his actions and how to he he creatively killed them to, and also that was the spectacle, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't just. I'll just stab this guy and then do a, a witty one-liner. Yeah. I'm going to, like, throw him through whatever a hardware store and then play with uh, how gory it would be to dismantle someone or something and then witty liner as well.
2: That, that had to do with the action scene. Yeah. Like, it. I mean, it takes creative writing to do that. Yeah, but, it um, felt
0: creative. And, it, the, like, this one, uh, it, it, it loses a little bit of that in the third season. Yeah.
2: But to take a step back before we talk about, like, just the weird mix of humor with the violence in season three Mm -hmm. which it didn't flow together yeah i just wanted to go back to why dalton and brandy brandy which is ash's daughter why dalton works why we didn't think brandy worked
0: dalton works because and i actually was rooting for dalton to be part of the ghost beaters (laughs) right because yeah he, he would counter his he had a different a different uh a different thing personality than the than the three characters then that overly serious attitude and also because he's a knight of Samaria, he can take care of a little bit of exposition right he could just be like oh that's this demon who blah blah blah." i know this because i was trained as a kid and they could just be like oh well he's stupid and then that's where the comedy would be and right also just like you know uh a, 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 what got what should be like there is comedy in what should be the overly serious competent guy failing and maybe his character growth would have been maybe more like you know these guys who don't take it too seriously and i'll be okay
2: but uh
0: yeah that's, that's yeah. spoilers
2: but luckily they used him right because if they didn't right. use him in this like ironic way he would have just been a bland good-looking hunk guy
0: yeah <laughs> you, really, right? you, you really can't get over the fact that he's a hunk he's a hunk
2: he is a hunk and then ash's daughter is also a very pretty uh, hunk pretty hunkette <laughs> And the reason why she doesn't work is because she's not ironically... She's
0: playing, I I think, regardless... I don't know if it's the actress or the direction, the director, but she feels like she's a regular person in a regular horror movie. There is no comedy. Every single one of the three main leads has a a funny reaction, a cartoony over-the-top reaction to little things and silly one-liners that undercut the, the dramatic tension to let you have fun. And when you're watching every scene with Brandy until the last two episodes, maybe even just the last episode, it's it's always she's always scared and she always doesn't do anything. Right. And once again, really, like you can't nail you. There there is no from her introduction uh, until the end. There really isn't like a personality. She's essentially straight person. She's just she. She, she's incredulous to the behavior of her father and, and these people and the events and you could be incredulous and that's fine, but she doesn't do it in a funny way. There's no, her reaction is is literally just, what are you doing? Like, you know, like what is, what is this? But, uh, there's no comedy. There's not like, are you, ser-? you know, like if you want to have a character like that, you can, it was a waste of an opportunity because you can have her lampshade mm-hmm. stuff. Cause okay. So lampshading, if you're not familiar with the term, Lampshading is, it's a term used to when you call out your, uh you know, con- contrivances in stories. But it, that's that's it. So when a character calls, like, it, it usually contrivances to story, people like to, like, nitpick afterwards. Like, why did that even happen? Or what was the purpose of that room? Or whatever. Right. right? But when a character does it in the middle of the scene, like, if, let's say there's, like, a giant murder room. And it's like, whoa. And the character in it is like why would this even exist that's lampshading and that like that's that's comedy and that that kind of stuff like is perfect for a show like ash versus evil dead so
2: she's a bad lampshader
0: well no she should have been a lampshader but she wasn't lampshading i said lampshader would have been a perfect role to designate her Mm. to give her some comedy room to play with and to give the audience and and like that sort of like see that's that's very ash he lampshades because he because ash lampshades constantly he just goes like well that's weird (laughs) you know and and that that's part of what makes him endearing and they didn't do that with her and i guess the the thought process is oh we don't want to make her too much like ash but then later on they did yeah later on they did yeah i think initially when i saw that she was just a regular girl they wanted to make her a contrast to ash they wanted to make her like he's like a weird trash bag and she's a regular person that's what the contrast is yeah but it's but but then you come out with, like, you know, if you have, a like, a regular person reacting regularly to these, like, fantastical things, it, it's bland. And, it, 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 like, it's almost like she doesn't react proper, like, she doesn't, uh it's, it's a different identity for the show, and ultimately it's a little messy.
2: Yeah. To, to make it, like, simple and dumb, I just don't think good-looking people have that much personality. And even though Kelly's an attractive person, Pablo's attractive, but they have, they're not, they're not Hollywood-attractive
0: not they're not conventionally prettier or, or attractive is yeah, what you say.
2: I think that helps them a lot. Also, growing up you just have more personality when you're ugly. <laughs> That's true. And, and these people are too good looking. Like when I was looking at Dalton and Ash's daughter. I don't
0: think uh the, I don't think Brandy's that good looking.
2: But she's like CW good looking. I see. Compared to Kelly, she's better looking than Kelly because Kelly is not. She's sexy. I I
0: don't know. But I, she has, I guess because of the, by the by the time we we've already dealt with we've already been like dealing with the stuff with Kelly for two seasons, so I've already grown attached to her.
2: But that's my that's what I mean. Like yeah, you've yeah. grown attached to her, but it's her personality well, that you really attached get. to. She's definitely pretty, but she's yeah, yeah. not like actress pretty, which okay. to have this mannequin head. And again, like it's bland. It has no personality. Kelly's face is full of personality. Yeah, Pablo's face is really full of personality. He's got like Muppet eyebrows and mustache, which is insane. <laughs> yeah, and what's funny is that he still looks silly, even though he's completely fit.
0: I was yeah, yeah, I was genuinely surprised the size of his sh- uh, shoulders, yeah, and chest.
2: So let's talk about the ending
0: of season three, and yes. uh, I guess ostensibly the entire series.
2: Exactly. Originally, I thought it was meant to be that way, and I thought like, ah, oh, mm. they kind of rushed this third season to just give Ash an ending. And then I like the ending. Of course, you know you can't kill off Ash. He's so charismatic. Yeah. So Ash takes down the I don't know Condor, the Destroyer, which is like a Godzilla character. Yeah. Which is pretty badass.
0: He looks like a very big, skinny um, violator from Spawn.
2: Right, right. So what's funny about season three? We we're talking about how like how serious it is.
0: Yeah, almost a little too serious, and it's mellow. Like it, like melodrama is it, funny because it's over the top. But even there was some. Just uh, quiet moments of just emoting, which they pulled out very well, um, you know. Uh, Ray Santiago plays Pablo. He, he's really good at watering his eyes and and uh, and being sad. Yeah, when
2: it comes to displaying emotion, I think he was the best one.
0: Oh yeah, but even uh, even Bruce Campbell, like mm-hmm. when he little speech at the end when he gave his uh, uh, goodbye to the daughter, and like when he like broke down a little bit, and w- that he 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 sold it very well. It
2: felt right for the last episode. Like I don't like seeing Ash like that. I'd rather him be funny. Yeah, but if this is the go home show, then yeah, I guess this is when he just breaks down finally. Yeah. And I kinda wanted Pablo to be the one that talks him into it.
0: I, I guess because he he already like had two or three moments in first and second season of being like, come on, you're the jefe. Right. You you know, like you you know, like you're the guy. Oh
3: well, whatever this thing is, it's found you. There's no more running. Are you gonna own up to who you are or not?
1: I guess we'll find out. It's
2: good to see you, jefe.
1: Good to be back.
2: How does it feel?
0: Movie. Yeah,
2: I'm going to say Pablo's definitely the soul of this show. Oh, yeah. He, he is so needed. So let's just talk about the ending where he takes down Condor the Destroyer in a tank. He puts some kind of a Condorian dagger on the end of a missile. Yep. Pierces the monster. The monster lands on him, so you presume him possibly dead. But then mm-hmm. he gets, like, dragged away by the Knights of Samaria. Yes. And they stick him in a box, and then... I guess it was like a time jump. They open up the box and he's like rejuvenated. He's got a new hand.
0: Like yeah, which a, he finds out is a, a robotic hand, but a, a realistic robotic hand. Kind of like
2: Luke Skywalker's hand when he gets right. a new hand.
0: You see the gears on the wrist.
2: And then some super hot robot chick comes out. Yeah. Tells him that, you know, the world is still in ruin and we need the savior. Yeah. He jumps in his Delta, which has been like revamped.
0: Yeah, the aesthetic looked very
2: Mad Max. Yes.
0: Desert, uh, like Fist of the North Star, desert outside. It's and post-apocalyptic future,
2: yeah. which you assume. Well, here's the thing. That's how the show ends. He just kind of drives off into the distance, and you're like, right. okay, he's going to continue fighting this evil. It's never done for right. Ash. But there was supposed to be two more seasons. I would have loved to know what happened to Pablo and Kelly. Especially time-jump Pablo was what I was most interested in, because like, right. he would have super brujo powers. and uh,
0: the- Also, we don't know how long it's been we do see that ash has a little bit more gray on the right side of his hair so who knows
2: yeah and the thing is ash they've done everything they can do with ash yeah that's why i'm actually more interested in seeing where the whole necronomicon meeting pablo like what would have happened with that character Mm -hmm. and Uh,
0: kelly too that you could play that like because she came back from from the rift and stuff because when when pablo came back he was all of a sudden he had powers tied to the, the the book um, you could play something. Maybe, uh, maybe she gain an ability or something. Or the, the
2: thing with Kelly, like I think she's fine just being this John Connor type of character, which yeah. she's just like the leader of human beings. Yeah, and you know she's already badass. But the possibilities of Pablo, <laughs> I don't know. It definitely makes me sad that the show did get canceled. Just uh, some lost potential there.
0: Well, there's a lot of uh, comic books on yeah on Ash. Was there any ever continuation of the story through there? Maybe you can find a life through there.
2: Um. Um, I'm assuming if there's not one now, there's going to be. I don't think Uh I've heard of that. So I'm going to leave it on that.
0: To be continued.
2: Happy Halloween.
3: Friend? She's very attractive. I know. Hey, I try not to look at her like that. That must be difficult. It is. She haunts my dreams. Just kidding. She does, though. Well, I should say my goodbyes. Uh...